Dynasty Defined listeners, I've got a Cowboy legend on the line here with me. Joining us on the podcast is four-time Ohio State champion for St. Edwards High School, uh, two-time NCAA champion, three-time All-American, three-time Big 12 champion, an Ironman champ, a Super 32 champ, and uh, potentially an Olympic uh, team member here in 2024 cycle, Dean Heil. Welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here today. So tell me about your come up, Dean. Uh, what got you into the sport and what uh, – how did you really learn and, and develop into being a, a eventual Oklahoma State legend? Uh, well, I want to say I started wrestling somewhere around first or second grade and uh, – uh, how it got into wrestling is kind of funny. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very, you know, very cliche way that, that people get into it. But I like to think that my dad tricked me into wrestling, you know, for the longest time when we were little, we, um, we would always watch the WWE together. And, you know, obviously seeing that, you know, would intrigue, intrigue us and ask and, and wanting us to wrestle. Cause I, I grew up in a family of all boys at the time. It was, there was, it was me and my, uh, my older and younger brother. So there's three of us um and like i said we watched the wwe together eventually we were like hey let's wrestle and as soon as we started wrestling we progressively stopped watching the wwe and so i was like hmm kind of interesting it was like my dad we, we used to watch this together and now that we started wrestling we kind of don't watch that often anymore um i kind of realized that later on but um yeah event- that's kind of how i got into wrestling eventually uh, you know there was five of us you know and we all ended up wrestling at some point uh, between me and my my four brothers um but yeah i started wrestling around like i said the first or second grade got into it through you know watching the wwe a little bit you know when i first got to that first practice and realized you know there aren't there isn't punching and kicking involved i was like wait this this isn't what i got into but i, I still ended up liking it after after some time uh, or i still ended up liking it and uh um I, I grew a knack for it pretty fast. Uh, I think, you know, my first year I had, I mean, if I can remember, I think I was like, you know, 25 and 10 or 20, 22 and 10 or something record wise in my very first year of wrestling. And um, I loved it. I, 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 I it's funny. Um, uh, <clears throat> I actually, ha- my dad actually, made me sign a paper one time because I, w- I, I would always throw fits after I, I would lo- I'd lose. Like, I would storm off the mat, throwing, like, the biggest t- tantrums uh, in the youth. And one time, my dad was just, like, over it. And he said, you're done wrestling. And he made me he made me sign a paper saying that I was I would never throw a tantrum ever again if I wanted to wrestle. And so he actually has a, has a, 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 a copy of it on his computer. And so every now and again, he'll send it to me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, again, I, uh, I liked it from the start. I, it, it grew on me and I think I went from, like I said, 22 and 10 or something my first year and second year, I think we wrestled like 70 matches or 60 matches or 50 matches, something about 50 in my second year. And, uh, they weren't just any matches, you know, we were going around and I think, I think, uh, they started like the, uh, Ohio state tournament for youth um my second year and I ended up winning it that year and I can't remember what else I had done that year but um I, I think I had a pretty pretty good record that year 
too. I think I went like 50 and 10 or 40 and 10 or something. But like I said, I took for, took a knack for it pretty fast or grew on me pretty fast. So as you start traveling around and, and entering these tournaments and, and at the time that you were coming up, Ohio was really a hotbed of just yeah. wrestling talent, right? Yes. And you were in some brackets with some real youth hammers and who yeah. ended up being also NCAA champions or all multiple time, all Americans yes. and Olympic hopefuls. Um, what was that like, you, you know, traveling around, I mean, you didn't really have to travel around too much because a lot of them were right there in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, the craziest thing, probably, uh, the craziest thing was probably the fact that, that, you know, my teammate, uh, Kalika, you know, I grew up with him, you know, he, he was from my area. Our dads actually went to college together. <laughs> so I've known, I've known Kalika since I started wrestling pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's that's pretty wild, wild to me that, you know, our dads went to college together and then we went to college together. Um, you know, that's probably one of the cra crazier, you know, things that happened to me through my uh, uh, wrestling career in terms of in the youth and then through the uh, high school and college. And then um, um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of my youth brackets, I, you know, I had big names ranging from, you know, obviously, you know, uh, DiCamillo and and. Uh, uh, Joy McKenna and the Valencias. I've wrestled both of Valencias. I wrestled the uh, Imar. I, re I wrestled uh, Gary Wayne Harding was in uh, some brackets, uh, and he was ended up being one of my teammates. You know, he's he obviously came back uh, to OSU. You know, last year, uh, I think it was. Um, mm -hmm. God, I, I the list goes on. You know, I, I my dad has the records on his computer, and I would love to go through them. And he still has all my brackets and stuff. Um, but yeah, I've the names just the list at least, as far as youth goes. You know, I've wrestled or at least been in brackets with you know tons of kids, tons of kids. I think somebody had posted a bracket and had like Bo Nickel and Mark Hall in the in the bracket before. Um, you know, I know and I know I've wrestled Mark Hall in a, in a match before as well. Um, so yeah, I I got to see a lot of lot of good competition growing up, um, and I got to see a lot of names. So it was, a, it was a great experience and something that, that, that I hope, you know, my kids get the experience someday. <laughs> well, for sure. That competition level really raises the level for everybody, doesn't it? So, yes. Yes. Uh, getting, getting to that point, then you're, you're at St. Ed's and in, in Cleve, it's in the Cleveland area, Lake Lakeland, uh, yes. Ohio, La Lake, Lake, Lakewood, 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 Ohio. And yes. uh, you're, adding to this legacy here but being a four-time state champion as a high schooler it's pretty rare you're one of the few to do it at ohio in ohio yeah um, yep when the recruiting process started and they, look st ed's has put somebody everywhere right they had some crazy streak of having a national champion um How'd that process kick off? And when did y'all start to, you and Anthony really start to realize like, Hey, we could probably go somewhere together and, and go somewhere where we can compete on a high level. Um, kind of walk me through that process and, and what y'all went through. Uh, well, me personally, um, I had always been, um, I had always been, you know, a, a fan of Oklahoma state ever since I started wrestling. I don't know what grew me on. I think, you know, 
the thing that always comes to mind to me was, my, you know, my dad had told me that, you know, John Smith was the inventor of the low single, yada, you know, this, the whole shebang. And, um, you know, that, and when I was little, you know, growing up, the, the single was like my favorite, favorite move, you know? And so that, that got me on, on the Oklahoma state train, you know, ever since I started wrestling, you know, I actually had been a fan of Oklahoma state. Um, um, and, uh, so I had always wanted to go there. Now, as far as Anthony goes, I'm not, I'm not sure what his story storyline is. You know, I don't know who he was looking at and, you know, what his, his, his talks were with people, but I know when we came on a visit here together, I think it was me, him and Nathan Tomasello, you know, we came on a visit here, you know, I, I was pretty much dead set on coming here, you know, cause, um, you know, I, I, I talked, I started talking to a girl like day one, pretty much, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I verbaled earlier than anybody in my class. Um, and so, um, I know I, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I had asked Anthony what his you know thoughts were, you know, um, and he, he, he was a big, you know, he was a big fan and obviously got, you know, he liked it enough to, to, to come to Oklahoma state. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, I was a fan since I was little, I mean, and I had, you know, my aspirations were always to be a cowboy. That's amazing. So <laughs> with your dad, he wrestled growing up, right? Um, he did. Probably about the same age as, as Coach Smith and and them, but this learning the low sig- single, I mean, you're growing up so far away from Oklahoma and yeah. that culture and everything. What was it? that just uh, outside of the John Smith factor, even outside of the Eric Guerrero factor, what was it that really just drew you in and, and you thought like, this is where I'm going. Was it a style thing? Was it a, because I mean, you have Ohio state down the road. That's a big player in the yeah. sport. Uh, you've got, uh, and you mentioned Nathan Tomasello obviously went there and was a national champion. Um, you've got Penn state right there. You've got uh, options. Right. Uh, I think it was just the lack of interest from other programs. I think that not, not, not the main reason, but you know, I had, I had programs reach out to me, but just the lack of interest, you know, I had heard rumors that, uh, you know, how state was kind of, you know, not, not interested or that, you know, I heard rumors that they were like bad mouthing me, you know, behind my back a little bit. And again, I don't know how true that is, you know, but again, they didn't see so, so much interest in me. And, um, you know, is, is, you know, that's their choice. You know, they may, you know, I think, I think they thought that they had, you know, guys on, uh, they thought maybe I was going to be a 33 pounder, which they had to Julius there. And so maybe they thought that I wasn't going to fit the lineup at all. And I think I would have been behind, you know, I, I obviously was in Steeper's bracket, you know, my very first year. And so they thought that maybe they weren't going to get much use out of me, you know, earlier on in my career. Um, and I and I, like I said, you know, I, I, Oklahoma State even recruited me for thirty-three pounders. So a lot of programs are probably recruiting me for th- for thirty-three. And you know, we all saw that I ended up at wrestling forty-one for four years. Um, so that could have been an interest too. You know, a lot of programs already had you know you know spots filled, and 
So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just know that Oklahoma State gave me the attention that you know that I wanted, um, or and and then some. And like I said, I had always been a fan, and and um, I had always been attracted to them because that's a wrestling culture. Obviously, the the, the history is there. You know, you know that, that that legacy, that dynasty that Oklahoma State has has had since forever, since day, pretty much day one. Um, is is great and to be a part of a, a family and a culture like that is is something that you know pretty much any high high athlete high you know level wrestler would want to be a part of now there's nothing better than throwing on you know that 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 cowboy you know wrestling you know that cowboy jacket and, and running out in front of that crowd every time you know i i remember you know coming back for for a duel and you know i was I had uh, Gary Traub. He uh, came over with with me, um, and he we came back for a duel. And he's like, "Wait, is is this how every duel is?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "This is awesome," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, this is it's, it's an awesome experience." And so, um, and he obviously was at Ohio State and got the experience at Ohio State and 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 stuff. And so, like I said, there's you know being in front of that Okie State crowd and 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 doing all that was was a great experience. So. But yeah, that's that's pretty much my attraction to OSU. Okay, that's awesome. So, I, I last question on that. Growing up in Cleveland, when you picked a college, when you committed to Oklahoma State, and you said you were going to go to OSU, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that that had to be confusing for a lot of people, right? Uh, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when people talk about OSU, you know, they talk about, you know. Um, Ohio State, you know, in general, but when right. when when you talk about OSU and wrestling, you're talking about Oklahoma State, you know. Pe- I think nice. people know people know the difference for sure. And so, but um, and but at the same time, I never referred to it as as you know OSU. I always said Okie State or yeah or or yeah, pretty much Okie State or Oklahoma State. You know, it- that to me rolled off my tongue a little bit better than OSU. For sure. For sure. It, it gets a little bit, uh, uh, um, once you leave, uh, Oklahoma, it becomes a, well, I went to OSU and it's like, well, wait a second. There's like, there's three of those. Right. And, uh, when you live in big cities, you run into more Ohio state people, I feel like. So I've, I do the same thing. I always say Oklahoma state, Okie state, um, yeah. since, since I left. So that's, that's funny. Um, just thought I'd, I'd throw that in there. So coming into Stillwater, you're coming off of your uh, four Ohio State championships. You had a great youth career, and you're in a room that's really competitive at the time, right? And yeah, um, like you mentioned, they kind of saw you as a 133 pounder potentially, maybe 141. Uh, what was that redshirt year like uh, adjusting to the pace and the level and the competition uh, day in and day out? I mean, I don't think there was much of an adjustment. I mean, not not trying to trying to like brag or to my own horn or anything, but I think it's just a, th- a, a, a thanks to, to my previous coaches. You know, I, you know, grew up with in obviously, you know, my dad, you know, drove, drove us around, you know, you know, early on in my, my youth careers wrestling, you know, a lot of big names around Ohio and a lot of big practices around Ohio. And then obviously competing, you know, at the big tournaments. And then from there, you know, my, my, my club coach, you know, 
Um, Jim Hewitt, he was a big, big part of, of developing a lot of my skills early on in, at Stamson's Wrestling. And they, uh, they would always bring in some of the, you know, big names around, around the state, which is awesome. You know, and he did that a lot for my benefit. You know, he took really good care of me. And honestly, I couldn't thank him more than anyone for, um, in terms of my, my career. And, um, then Oklahoma or, or then St. Ed's, obviously St. Ed's, you know, being, being the historic high school program that they are and, you know, having the names and everything, you know, they, they, they had, you know, better partners than anybody for me. I mean, to, to this day, you know, Edgar Bright, you know, was probably the toughest dude I've ever wrestled. You know, he, I mean, he, we would go hard every freaking day. You know, and and it's you know to me he he's the best he's the best wrestler to never win a high school state championship, which which is incredible to me because c- of how tough that kid was. Um, but it was just a combination of, of obviously St. Ed's practice room, Samson's you know practice room, and then my dad taking me around and and um, getting to wrestle you know tough competition and tough practices all the time. And so the adjustment wasn't 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 that crazy, you know. Obviously, you know, being you know going to that room and being around you know all Americans and getting to wrestle national champs can can be a little you know overwhelming. But it, it was nothing nothing that I you know I strayed away from. I remember my first first day in the room. I uh, you know first day in practice when I moved in that summer. I wrestled with I think I did a four man group. It was it was me, David Dolan. Um, it was me, Davey Dolan, uh, uh, Coleman Scott, and Jordan Oliver in a four-man group doing live. I'm like, and what are you gonna do? Let these guys beat you up, or, or are you gonna you gonna man up and, and go a- after them? And so, I mean, yeah, maybe I got my butt kicked a little bit, but I know I know I scored scored a takedown or two to that day, and, and and made them a little frustrated. Um, but yeah, it, it was it wasn't a crazy much a crazy adjustment, but um. You know, I definitely had had moments where where you know I I I uh I got my butt kicked and learned some stuff. And I, I you know I know one practice you know Morrison per, uh, John Morrison put his uh, bar arm on me and held me held me flat on my stomach for about twenty minutes straight. Um, <laughs> but um, it didn't take long before I you know I started getting getting uh figuring it out and getting out on him. So then. You know, sharpening that level going into your freshman year uh, as a red after your red shirt, uh, you knew that you could be a contender, right? You knew you could finish top five on that podium at Instant Belays. But when did it really start to click for you? Uh, During that season, you were really competitive. You didn't really, you know, lose too much. Uh, at all, <laughs> but uh, um, you you had a competitive season. You walk into NCAA's. Was there something about the recruiting process? Was there some kind of chip on your shoulder that you really thought, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna show these people that I can do it. I'm gonna be a an All American or a national champion. Um, I uh. I, 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 I have, I always had that, 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 that competitiveness in me. And I knew I, I, you know, I had taken a, you know, quite a bit of losses that year. I think I had like 12 or 11 or or something like that. And, 
And all my losses, except for, I mean, I guess all my losses were pretty close. Like, I think, you know, I had one loss against Josh Jeva that where I was beating him and then got headlocked and pinned. And then um, each of my matches against Le'Veon Mays, I lost, uh, you know, fairly close. And then when I lost to uh, 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 Kevin Jack, uh, it was close. And then when I lost to... uh, um, Joey Ward is close, and I can't—I can't remember. There, obviously, those were some of my losses, um, but they—they they were all close, and so I—I I, I knew I, I was right there, and, and um, you know, I—I I, I think once I figured out, obviously, you know, getting my weight adjusted, you know, getting the, you know, uh, getting my body healthy, and, and, and just mentally being in the right right headspace you know come that come that end of the year you know um w- was big for me because you know i hadn't you know i hadn't had everything clicking for me you know pretty much from the time i got to oklahoma state to to the ncaa tournament um and so um by the time i got to the ncaa tournament i'm like it's, it's go time like it's it's do or die it's it's you know let's make it happen type of thing. Um, you know, a fight or flight experience. And so, you know, I got, I, I got in there and, and, you know, I won my, I won my first match and immediately had, you know, um, uh, Le'Veon Mays, you know, second match. And it, this is some dude that I had lost to two or three times prior in the season, all fairly close. And, um, I ended up beating him, uh, avenging that loss. And I mean, from there, I think, I think that just gave me the, all the confidence I needed, you know, on the, on, um, on the backside, I ended up draw and having <laughs> my future roommate, actually, Joe, uh, Gio Martinez, um, he, uh, first match, uh, I think it was first match on the backside. Um, I ended up having him on the backside who had won the Southern scuffle that year. Um, and I ended up beating him and then, um, the next match I had Ashnault and Ashnault I actually had lost to did I lose I can't remember if I lost to him. Yeah, I lost to him at like Cadets or something. Cadet Felix Cadets one year and then I he won that that freshman bracket. Um uh the freshman national national nationals or that freshman open tournament in college uh the year prior. He actually won my bracket there. And so Ended up beating him next match. Um, and then the following match, I had Kevin Jack, who I had beat, who, again, had beat me early in the season. And then that took me into um, um, the third and fourth match. And then I think I think it was a combination of just uh, of my body just being exhausted from, from mm-hmm. you know, wrestling so many matches. And then, um, you know, Devin Carter is just, you know, he, he, he is probably one of the, one of the strongest dudes I've ever wrestled. Um, I remember wrestling him and I just, I didn't, he just, I didn't have an answer for anything. He was just so strong. And I think I was just so exhausted that, uh, that, um, he kind of just controlled the match most of the time. You know, I, I can't, I don't even remember the score. I just know that, um, he pretty, he pretty much dominated the, the, dominated the match. But to me, you know, it was still, still, you know, a successful experience to see how far I had come, um, that year. 
I obviously, you know, to go from almost quitting wrestling to to uh, being an All-American behind three seniors. You know, to me, <laughs> that's that, you know, is pretty, pretty successful to me. Well, absolutely. I mean, that is a <laughs> it's a great story. You know, it, it's uh, not everybody's going to be an All-American as a freshman. It's pretty yeah. rare uh, that it does happen. Um even after a redshirt season. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a massive accomplishment. Let's step back and talk about almost quitting wrestling. When did that happen? And is it the story about your, your dad wanting you to quit or was there another time that that happened? Uh, no, I mean, um, it was, you know, it, it was, uh, I think it was, um, Beginning of the season, you know, Okie State had recruited me for for 33. And again, this isn't anything against them. You know, they had recruited me for 33. And, you know, I I just I just grew. I just got bigger. And I think it was a combination of of the weight cut and then some stuff outside of, you know, outside of wrestling. You know, I had some personal stuff going on with, you know, family and and myself. And then, you know, school is kind of, you know, kicking my butt a little bit and so there was this you know they they call it the perfect storm and so i had a bunch of a bunch of things going on at once that just kind of just put me in a very bad headspace and um it was like the first first week uh of our duel i think we were there wrestling like neo or or and somebody else at home it's like a try or i can't remember exactly what it was but it was our first home duel and my parents actually were planning on coming down to watch they were actually in town and you know i told them hey i'm i'm done like i don't want to wrestle anymore like you know and um uh we i was actually we were actually packed up like an hour outside of stillwater ready to just go home and you know, John Smith had called me and, you know, my family in for, you know, one more talk after we several talks that week. And, um, you know, we basically said, hey, we'll let you go up to 41. And I guess the rest is history, you know. Wow. That's that is a, a, an amazing thing to have happen where you're just you're at that point where you're you kind yeah. of broke. Right. And then you. Yeah. Behind three seniors come in fourth place and NCAA is your redshirt freshman year. Yeah, and then that takes you into your sophomore year, the the New York City tournament. Um, you had a great. You, you mentioned a couple names in there in in Joey Ward and and Ryan Jack, who were kind of guys Kevin who Jack. Kevin Jack, Kevin, Kevin Jack. Jack. That's right. They uh they kind of have your like in the regular season they would beat you, but then you really here in this NCAA tournaments that you won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got matched up with Joey Ward. You got, ma- you know, like you, you have these matchups with guys that um, you had to avenge a loss. Right. Yeah. So, so, but coming into that tournament, nobody was picking you. I, you know, I was doing the pistols firing thing at the time and yeah. was paying close attention to what the, you know, flow. And, and at the time it was really just flow uh, that they were talking about these things and nobody was picking you. Like nobody, nobody yeah. had you as a threat at, to win the title at all. And uh um, you're, you're coming to that tournament a bit under the radar. What was it that put you in a good mindset there to make things happen? I, I know it's a grind getting to this. Once you get to the quarterfinals, it gets really tough on your b- body. Yeah. Uh, but what was it that 
going through that season leading up to your national championship that just kind of puts you in a good spot to make these things happen? Because look, Joey Ward was the only guy who beat you that year. Yeah. Right? So talk about that season and, and that I, think, I think it was a combination of, of, of self-confidence, but also prove me, prove people wrong type of mindset. Um, cause the crazy thing is, you know, obviously, you know, I upset my loss, uh, uh, you know, upset a couple of losses and beat some guys, you know, I would be asked I'd beat Kevin Jack. I had upset my losses to Le'Veon Mays and, um, you know, I'd beat GM Martinez and, um, I'd beat, you know, or had really close matches with everybody that I wrestled, you know, throughout that season. And then, you know, come the next season and they put out the rankings or the preseason rankings and, and they had me seated or ranked like fifth or sixth. And I'm like, they got like multiple guys right who I'd beat ahead of me, not to mention on the highest returning All-American. And I'm like, what, what's going on here? And, and uh, you know, I put a, you know, bet, you know, a little sour taste in my mouth and I'm like, all right, here we go again. You know, let's, you know, let's, 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 let's prove people wrong and show them, you know, I'm, I'm not just, you know, a fluke and I'm the real deal. And, uh, you know, you know, I think I, you know, I, you know, I shut some people up, you know, that I think it was like first or second week of the season, uh, you know, maybe that first month of the season, you know, I had wrestled, uh, Kevin Jack, you know, right off the bat. And I think he was actually ranked number one at the time, maybe number two. I can't remember. Um, and I ended up beating him. Um, I actually watched the match, you know, a couple weeks ago because um, I was showing somebody some some technique from that match. Um, but, you know, I, I and I think after I had beat him, they put me at number one. Um, but I can't I can't remember. And then. You know, throughout that season, you know, I think I, you know, I wrestled, um, I think I wrestled McKenna. I can't remember if I did or not, if it was that year or the following year. I think I beat, maybe beat him at, at the scuffle um, or in the duel, maybe. Um, I had beaten Kevin Jack. Um, I can't remember exactly who I, you know, I obviously wrestled Joey Ward, you know, but I, I know. I'm pretty sure I, I there I wrestled a number of guys who had all been ranked in the you know not just the top you know top 25 but they were like in the top 10 if not top five, um, and um, you know I think I think them you know not not you know projecting me to win it or or, or anything you know one. That's nice because it takes a little pressure off my shoulders. Like, okay, these guys don't even expect me to win, which is which is nice. But again, it also puts a little sour taste in my mouth. It's like, okay, well, now you know, not saying I was a dark horse, but now I, you know, it, it you know, I, people can see me as an underdog, which is which is good. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with people have their favorites, and I'm not the most exciting wrestler. You know, I'm obviously, you know, people watch me and they're like, oh, you know. Dean, you know, the king of, you know, one point matches, you know, one, two, three, two, four, three type of matches and stuff. And, you know, I, I was the most flashiest wrestler and that, and that's okay to me. You know, I wrestled a lot of matches on, on, you know, I'm very basics, you know, a lot of baseline, a lot of basic wrestling. You know, I obviously, you know, was a funky wrestler and, and, and stuff and, you know, would roll under guys a lot, but, you know, I was a big defensive wrestler and that, you know, a lot of people didn't like that. They didn't like my style of wrestling. And so that, that probably played a role in, in people not projecting me to win it, you know? 
and again, I, you know, I didn't mind me, you know, I, I knew I, I knew I'd beaten the guys. I knew I'd been competitive with, you know, everybody in the, you know, obviously I, I only had that one loss to Joey Ward. Um, and you know, I, I'm trying to remember who I, who I wrestled that entire bracket, but you know, I know I wrestled, um, Ward, you know, in the quarters and I ended up beating him. And then I had Ashland in the final, uh, in the semis and then obviously Meredith in the finals. Um, and again, Meredith, I had wrestled multiple times that season. Um, Ashnall, I don't think I wrestled, but again, I had beat him the year prior. And then obviously Ward, I had wrestled earlier in the season to a really close match. I think I ended up losing in overtime, um, but I knew I was right there. And, you know, I just needed to make the, you know, one, keep, make sure I maintain the confidence in myself and, you know, you know, make sure I stay disciplined because I think it was a lack of lack of discipline is the reason why I lost the first match. That's fascinating. It, this is a continuance of the conversation in your high school career or your youth career where you just ran into tough bracket after tough bracket. I mean, yeah, because and, and this is throughout the season. You did. You never had a an easy run because <laughs> it was and, and I, nobody does. I don't think. But at the same yeah. time, like sometimes you, you don't really get tested until you get to Big 12s or NCAAs. But you ran into. Uh, yeah, like we mentioned, Kevin Jack, of course, uh, you, you ran into Seth Gross twice. Uh, okay. Bryce yeah. Meredith twice. Uh, um, you know, Joey McKenna in, in some of these guys, you, you just had their number. Joey McKenna being one of them, uh, Bryce Meredith being one of them to a point where you were building it, you, you probably didn't look at it this way, but from a fan perspective, those were definitely rivalries where like those guys really wanted to beat you and you always got a one up on them. Right. And I, yeah. th- th- I think that's what drove a lot of co- conversation because Bryce Meredith and, and Joey McKenna, uh, fairly exciting wrestlers. And uh, now, you know, they have their careers are um, in a different spot, but you know, is, did you feel that way where eyes were on those matches and, um, people were kind of rooting against you. I think it was the way every time. I mean, when you got, you know, you got a lot of one when obviously I had mentioned before that a lot of people had their favorites and I wasn't, you know, the flashy style, you know, people, people had their favorites and I just did it. You know, my style wasn't that attractive to people. And so a lot of people always rooted against me. And then obviously a lot of people like rooting for the underdog as well. And so, um, um, I think that a lot of that played played a role into it, you know. Um, and that's again, that's fine, you know. I don't I don't shame people for for having favorites or picking the underdog because I do it, you know. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I I watch other sports and you know I'm I I'll root for the underdog every now and again, but um for the most for the most part, um I kind of stay away from stay away from rooting for the underdog because it's nice to see people keep stay on top. Um, cause that's, that's, that's like one of the hardest things to do is to, to stay on top. Um, so that's me personally, but again, I don't, I don't shame fans. Um, you know, they, they can root for whoever they want and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely say a lot of my matches drew attraction just because, you know, people wanted to see me lose. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you know, again, I don't, I don't you know shame fans for that. Well, and you're not going to be an underdog very often in an orange singlet, are you? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I, <laughs> but so, that's the th that that's the crazy thing is is even even when I personally didn't view myself as an underdog, like I, I like I still was, you know, going into the NCAA tournament because people, you know, didn't, you know, uh, you know, they didn't have me projected to win it, and and so which is crazy to me. Like I can understand, like hey, like. I can understand rooting against against you know somebody because you don't like them, but but you know when you got a guy who's had one loss all season long, it's just like how how is he not even in the, in the talks, you know? And I don't know, it's just baffling to me that that you that watch listening or watching a lot of interviews and you know people talking about the NCAs that that first you know that first time around, you know people were saying I was like a you know. Yeah, I was a contender, but I wasn't like one of the one of the main contenders. You know, they and it was crazy. It was like, then the, how how are these other guys considered? You know, higher. You know, they have higher priority over me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, it, it was it was annoying, but again, I I you know I I just took it for what it was with you know a grain of salt and you know bit my tongue and just wrestled, which I think is what. Oklahoma State fans really appreciated about you was that you were a very no nonsense. You just went out there and you won a lot of matches, and then you did that again your junior year. You went out and you gave absolutely zero satisfaction to anybody rooting against you by winning every single match you wrestled against a very difficult schedule. If we're looking at it here, um, you had you had um, thirty two wins to zero losses. And it looks like at least 19 of those were against guys ranked in the top 20. Yeah. yeah. So, so talk about your junior season, St. Louis, same thing. Nobody's rooting for you uh, outside of the OSU family. Um, what was your drive there? Well, uh, staying on top obviously was a big part of it. Um, but uh what got you up and into like, look, I'm going to go do this again and I'm going to shut everybody up and be the top dog again. Um, th there's, a, there's this, uh, so um, it's funny that the Russians actually had this phrase where, where <laughs> it, winning a, winning a world championship once is a fluke to them. And then winning it twice makes it, makes it real. And so the, you, the, I've heard I've heard a lot of uh, a lot from from quite a few people who have talked to Russians and they'll they'll make that they'll make that comment. They'll make that statement that that, you know, it, it, when when a Russian wins the worlds or wins, you know, the Olympics or stuff, they'll be like, oh, he won it once. It's, he's just a fluke. It's just like it's like they don't consider they don't they don't really acknowledge the guys until they start winning it multiple times. So that's kind of where I was. Now I was like, I was like last year, I get, or the, 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 you know, my previous season, you know, people were like, Oh, he, you know, it was a fluke. He won. Um, you know, he you know, wasn't the best guy. He got lucky, you know, all, all that nonsense. And, and it's like, guys, it's preseason and we're already, we're already saying this. Mm -hmm. And, and I was just like, okay, I guess, I, I guess I got to go out and do it again. And so, um, yeah, I had, uh, I, I, I personally, I think Smith built the schedule around me because like, like you had mentioned, I, I mean, 
I think everybody I had wrestled that season was was ranked pretty much. You know, I had very few matches where the guys weren't ranked. You know, I think I'm pr- I'm pretty sure if I if I look, you know, at, at at the matches, I'm pretty sure I wrestled every guy in the top ten that season. You know, I think you know. Uh, I mean, if I look, you know, I had wrestled Jack and Joey and uh, Ward. Uh, did I, I can't remember if I, if I wrestled Ward. I don't even. You know. did. Did I wrestle did, Ward that at year? At the Southern Scuffle in the final. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wrestled Jack and Joey and Ward and uh, uh, the Minnesota Ironman Iron and uh, the Minnesota kid. I, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. He's one of the brothers. Thorn. Thorn. Yeah. Um, trying to think of who else. Uh, Heck, Mike Longo from OU. Yes, great. Longo. Yeah, Longo and... Gosh, I can't. Even, I mean, I can't even remember. But yeah, that 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 season, I had you know, well, one, I wrestled over the top five. I'm pretty sure, and then heck, I I can't even remember in the top ten. You know, I think I wrestled like, if not the top ten, I wrestled eight or nine out of the top ten. Um, but yeah, I mean, that season, you know, I left no doubt that that I was the the top guy by the end because of I, you know, I had beaten everybody. Um, but uh, you know, that that was my mindset is is. Uh, you know, I got to do this thing again to make people, you know, believe, you know, think that I'm the the top guy, and and or think that I'm I'm the real deal. And so, you know, I I just I just kept my head down and just you know every day in practice I showed up and I I, I you know made sure I came to practice with intentions. You know, I, and I think that's that's the biggest thing is is making sure that you don't get into a, a, a um a go with the flow type of mentality. You know, you know that's that's the issue. I think a lot of people have is when they get on top, they they start going with the flow instead of instead of you know having intentions with your workouts. You know, drilling with intent, wrestling with intent, working out with intent. And so I just made sure that that everything I did there was intentions behind it. And so that that helped me, you know, stay on stay on top and uh, and, and win that ne- second na- national championship. After you won that one. You had a very passionate celebration there uh, on the stage. You know, you you were pointing at your chest, and uh, afterwards, you talked a lot about heart and belief, and and believing in yourself, and and overcoming the the negativity. Um, can you can you walk me through a bit of the mindset in like? Because before that, you 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 had a bit of a personality change too. You you know, shaved your head, you, uh, um, didn't smile very much, right? Like you were just a very focused, did you learn that from, uh, you know, Coleman Scott was that way. Uh, coach Guerrero, uh, was, was that way. He's, he's big on mindset, right? So, uh, where was the people around you? What were you thinking in that time? What were you reading and, and kind of, uh, um, becoming within yourself in that time to where you just, you knew you could do it, but blocking all that out and, and making sure that you stayed focused, was that a learned thing or was that just something that came naturally to you? Uh, more natural. I mean, the, the shaving the head thing I've done since forever. I mean, I've, okay. I've done that since, since I was a little kid. I mean, my, I mean, do I, do I do it? For meaning, not not so much. I mean, part of it is, yeah, like it's go time, you know. Um, 
but at the same time, you know, I'll do it. I, you know, anytime I get a haircut, I don't go to the barber. I just shave my head. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't, like I said, I'm very simple, simple man with simple pleasures. And so instead of, you know, going and get, getting a nice haircut, I just, I just shave my head. It feels good for me. Um, but as far as the not, not smiling and the mentality thing, I, I think a lot, uh, well, one, I mean, <laughs> my girlfriend makes fun of me for it. Um, one, she hates when I shave my head. And two, she hates that, or she makes fun of me for it. Is I have a really, I have really bad RBF, I guess, you know, <laughs> but I just, I have this very, very, uh, you know, angry face whenever I'm just like staring or focusing at something. So that could be a lot of it too. But at the same time, um, I, I know for, uh, you know, I, I, I know during that time, um, at least when I was competing, um, I, I, I stay, I, I, I made sure that I, I was focused all the time and I made sure that, that, that I didn't let anything, you know, distract me or, or take distractions from me, you know, and, and, and this is, you know, horrible for me to say, um, at least from my perspective is, you know, and during that, my first title run, you know, I didn't let outside distractions bother me. And, um, you know, I, I love my mom to death. She has been a big character in my life. Um, but, you know, I her and I were, were you know, having – we had issues, you know, during my, 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 my sophomore year when I was going for my title run. And I'm like, Mom, I, I, I just – I can't talk to you until now after Nationals. And, it, you know, that's, that's – you know, I'm, op- I'm willing to say that because that's how far I went. You know, I, I, you know, I told, I, I told him, like, I'm like, you, you're just, you know, you're distracting me a little bit too much. And, and I just, I, you know, I can't talk to you until after nationals and it sucks because, you know, that's my mom. And I, like I said, I love her to death and she has supported me. And to be honest, I, I you know, if it wasn't for my mom, I probably wouldn't be wrestling this to, to this day because, you know, it was, it was her, you know, who had, who had talked to Smith that, that, um, you know, she was, you know, able to, to, to get me to um uh one convinced me and you know, also convinced smith to let me wrestle at 41 and and to to you know uh uh keep keep me wrestling and so again j- that small that small period where i didn't talk to my mom i hope over you know i hope w- if she does li- listen to this that she doesn't uh that, that she she she's okay with it for one and two that i hope she doesn't t- doesn't frown about it because you know that small that small you know period of our life wasn't doesn't you know overshadow the, everything else that she's done for me because like i said she if it wasn't for her i probably wouldn't be wrestling to this day and so like i said but uh, you know going back to my story is is that that's how far i went to to making sure that you know i you know won that national championship is i had to i started you know closing off you know people and distractions you know out, you know, outside. And so that, that's kind of, kind of how I, I did it. You know, my, my, you know, my, when I wanted my sophomore junior year is, and I made sure that, that the distractions were, were limited. You know, I, I had very few, I made sure I, I controlled what I could and, and ignored what it couldn't. It's amazing. The sacrifice that you guys who do win national titles or even get to the, that level uh, the sacrifices that y'all make, because I don't think 
your your story is necessarily unique there, right? And and all the national champs that I've been able to been been fortunate enough to talk to, they all had to do something like that. They cut off relationships. They cut off um, everything because it's just a laser focus on yeah that goal. And uh, I think that's what probably separates you from everybody else that you're wrestling with against. And then the, the guys who are fringe all American, um, you know, th- there's been some chatter about getting what you earn. Uh, yes. And um, that's true to a point, but at the same time th- you have to sacrifice to, to be successful at that level. And uh, because everybody wants it, but what what length are you willing to go at? So I think that's a really admirable trait that you kind of just came into where you were just like, look, I, this is what I'm doing. And anything in the way of that is not going to be part of my life for this next however many months, right? Yeah. So for the sake of time, um, we'll, we'll skip over your you know, senior season and, and some of that stuff. But I, I do want to talk about uh, your coaching career and your senior level career so far and your relationships that you've built with uh, guys like, you know, really, really great coaches like Lou Roselli and uh, Kerry Colat and um, kind of going, going away from Stillwater and, and working with those guys and, and being a part of that uh, environment. Um, what drew you to those folks and, and how'd you uh, get to those places and, and what did you learn in that time? Um, well, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I wanted to see life outside of Stillwater for a little bit, pretty much, you know, to, to an extent, um, you know, I know, you know, Kier, Guerrero had reached out to me, you know, to, you know, after, you know, before, slightly before I graduated and I know Carrie Cole had reached out to me before I graduated and they both, you know, wanted, you know, to, to bring me on or, or, or to, to you know, have me involved with their programs and stuff. And, you know, obviously a girl was down at OU at the time and, and Carrie was at Campbell. Um, and so I kind of, we kind of worked out, a, you know, a little deal where I, you know, I'd go back and forth between the two and, you know, I'd help out Campbell and I'd, you know, uh, wrestle at, at, at uh, uh, train at OU and, it was, it was a good experience. You know, like I said, I, you know, I, I got to work with, with Colad and um, I got to meet Lou and his staff over the time. And I uh, got to be with Guerrero again. Um, and uh, um, your brother there, was at I, Campbell, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, Josh was at Campbell. And so that's that. That's another thing that drew me to 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 go into Campbell was to, to go and help him a little bit. Um, and so one, I got to coach at, at Campbell, which is a good experience. You know, obviously, I do look at, look to get into coaching as soon as you know I'm I'm finished competing. And so that was a good good you know foot in the door. You know, see get the experience. You know, I got to go. You know, obviously, coach at the NCAA tournament and you know coach you know uh in the in the socon for a little bit and see see those smaller schools and how how they interact uh with each other because i got to see that big school experience you know at osu and so i got to see the the little school experience as well um and how things are done differently down there um um which is great uh especially from a coaching standpoint um so that that whole experience was good um and uh you know cola you know 
to to this day is you know one of the, one of I think he's one of the most versatile coaches I've been around. You know, I think he does a really great job of 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 mixing fun with 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 uh, with um, you know focus. You know, he 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 does he he uh, he's like a uh, he does a really good job of getting the whole team to buy in. And I condone him for that. You know, he may, he, he has a really, you know, he gets, he gets the perfect staff to, 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 or, or he makes sure that his whole staff is on board with everything that he's doing. And he makes sure that, that he gets, it gets the whole team on board. And that's, that's, a, I think a lot of why he was able to turn Campbell around it, uh, or the Campbell program around was not just him being able to buy, you know, get his staff and his rest to buy in, but he also got Campbell to buy in too. And, so he was able to turn that program around real fast because, like I said, I think when he took over, you know, he, he had like 13 guys on the roster, and I think he was ineligible from the NCAA tournaments that NCAA tournament that first season. He was there within, I think, two or three years. He's winning SoCon, and you know, I, you know, I'm not talking down on the SoCon conference, but but you know, you got some good programs in there between App State and Chatt- Chattanooga, you know, who who you know, fairly competitive and, you know, produce all Americans, you know, every other year or so. And so there, you know, for him to turn that program around from what it was to, to winning multiple SOCON conferences in a row is, is amazing in, in my eyes. Um, but yeah, he, he was a phenomenal coach. And again, one of the most versatile coaches to where he, he, the way he, runs his program and how he sets up practices every day and the way he, he, he organizes everything. Um, and then getting to work with Lou, I mean, Lou is one of the most wrestling knowledge gifted guys there is. I mean, he, you ask him anything about anything wrestling wise and that dude can show you any move un, un, under the sun. I mean, he, he's just an encyclopedia when it comes to wrestling. Um, and uh, uh, Lou is one of the hardest working guys I've ever met. I mean, that dude from wakes up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. every morning, and it, 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 he's in there working out and and before anybody even shows up. And then he sticks around and you know run, you know helps guys in the morning, you know every day. And then that dude's the last guy to leave. I mean, he's I I mean. Sucks to see what what oh you did to him, but that I mean that man is like I said one of the hardest working guys I've, I've ever met. I mean, but I, lo- I I thank him for everything he's done. I mean he he was able to you know he I left OU and then he was he was willing to bring me back, which is awesome. And so, um, but yeah, getting to be around those two and obviously seeing their coaching staffs and meeting their coaching staffs, um. You know, I got, I got to see a good group of guys during my time, time moving around. And obviously, you know, see getting, you know, out and, I, you know, I think I was at Navy for, or I was at Navy for a little bit with, with Cole out up there too. And, you know, getting to, to go to OU and, and, uh, uh, Campbell and Navy and getting the experience, you know, different, different, you know, uh, areas and stuff. I, even outside of wrestling was, it was a good experience. So now you're you're coming into um or you're back in Stillwater. Uh you're you're an athlete for the Cowboy Wrestling Club now. Um you're you're getting back into this thing that they're building, right? Uh mm-hmm. with with the club and 
Um, your training partners are going to be mostly guys who are in the room and whoever they bring in from elsewhere. Um, But what are your goals now over the next couple of years? We're in a Olympic cycle. Um, You're recovering from an injury, correct? And uh, what was the decision to come back to Stillwater? Uh, Was it, uh, you know, what led to that? Who reached out to you? Um, And then uh, what do you want to do? with uh, this time that you're back and, and then is it going to be a permanent thing? Is it going to be some somewhere where you stay or uh, what are, what are you looking at here over the next few years? Well, for obviously, you know, the, 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 the plan is to coach at some point. Um, but you know, the, I, I, you know, the, the, how it all started was um, um, obviously, Oh, you getting rid of Lou. You know, when that happened, you know, not it wasn't just, you know, the coaches, you know, or, or and the wrestlers, you know, impacted it. It, it impacted, you know, me and I, uh, Gary Trapp. And so when it when it happened, we're like, hey, like, what's what's the deal? Like, can we can can we reach out to people like, you know, because these guys can come in and they can kick us right away. And they're like, yeah, like, like, you know, there's no there's there's no disrespect in, in you guys reaching out to people. Uh, excuse me reaching out to people and so that that's pretty much what happened is you know they got rid of lou we were like hey like can we can we shop around a little bit like you know you know because we don't want to be left hanging when these guys show up and then next thing you know they're like hey leave and then now we don't have anywhere to go and so you know i you know i told gary hey like you know you reach out to some places i'll reach out to some places you know, we both reached out to, you know, a handful of places and um, OU had always been on my list of places that I, I would be willing to go back to. And I had always wanted to come back to OU or OSU. Um, and and I had reached out to Espo and, you know, that after after just one talk, they were like, we want you back. And that and the fact that despite, you know, the history and and. Uh, me being gone for so long that they were they were so open to me coming back and wanting me to come back and w- was was great to me because they they were my first choice you know it, a lot of places could have reached out to me and and I you know OSU had always been my OSU was my first choice of, of places I wanted to come back to and um uh I again I had mentioned to them hey like Gary Traub's also looking and you know if you guys are interested so that's how you know, talks of him or that's how he ended up coming along with me was, you know, like I said, he had mentioned places and mentioned my name. Um, uh, he had, so he, he took a little bit longer to decide because, uh, you know, if some places had reached out to him. And so he, obviously for me, it was, it was a done deal. It was like, Hey, as soon as they were like, Hey, we want you back. I was like, I'm ready to go. Um, Cause I'd always wanted to go back and this was my home. Whereas, you know, him, you know, he had reached out to a few places. And so OSU or Oklahoma State, you know, wasn't his uh, wasn't his first choice. Um, but I think after, you know, bringing him down here and showing him around and stuff, he's like, dang, I think I think this is the best option for me. And um, well, he gets so, to hit the OSU triple crown, right? Yeah, that he's too. He, he, hit, he hit every OSU, Oregon State, Oklahoma State and Ohio State. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, he's he's he hit the OSU, and, and so and and I think a lot of uh, something that helped push him here was was the fact that he was under Pendleton as well. You know, he got to talk to Pendleton, and Pendleton kind of, um, you know, helped you know give him an an, an eye as to what to expect when coming here and stuff. And obviously, I was able to help him too, but I think that that helped push him a little bit. But again, uh, back to me. Um, yeah, I, you know, this is my first choice, you know, and when they were, were wanting me to come back, I was like, let's let's make this happen. And so um, um, moved down here May May 5th, I think it was. And as far as plans and goals, um, like I said, the, the you know, I I, I plan to, to continue competing. Um, you know, I tore my ACL back in, uh, November, had surgery back in January, um, and still recovering from that. Um, finally back on the mat, which is great. Um, you know, I've started wrestling with some of these guys. Um, now I think now I just got to make sure that I'm completely healthy and ready to go, you know, come December. Cause I think that's when the open is, um, now I, I do plan on getting to coaching at some at some point. Um, I I think you know, I, whether that's here at OSU, you know, as a volunteer, who who, who knows what? Because you know things can happen, or, or um, or if if somebody reaches out to me, I know Smith said he'd love to keep me around, but if if you know another program reaches out to me and and, and has a good enough offer, you know, I would consider I would consider leaving because. And I got to start at some point um, and start somewhere. And so um, probably, you know, be here uh, for the foreseeable future until, you know, that happens um, or, I st- or I start looking around. And so um, I'm not really focused on, on, on that. You know, I'm focused on just getting healthy, getting back, it, um, um, just getting my body ready for, for December. And then, you know, and and helping you know these guys you know get ready for 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 the end uh, for the season coming up, you know like I said I started wrestling with some of these guys and you know getting a feel for them and you know it's 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 awesome to see how motivated a lot of these guys are in the in the room right now, um, and so it's it's and it's great to be around because. Um, I see a lot of what I had in them and it, it's going to be an experience to, to help them and hopefully help them achieve a lot of their goals. So looking at that open in December, you're, you're going to stay in that 65 kilos weight class, right? Yes. So the guys who are in the room around there, you can, a couple who are in the same boat trying to get healthy in your Carter Youngs and um, folks like that. You've got some guys who are in kind of a weird weight spot. They're, they're tweeners who are cutting down or coming up with uh, Jordan Williams and and some of those folks. Is, is that mindset of, look, we're competitors. Like, I'll help you out and I want you to get better, but I also want me to get better and I want to beat you when I'm on the mat – does that really bring you back or, you know, have, have you, you've stayed in that environment, haven't you as a competitor and uh, being in these rooms and um, uh, continually trying to just improve so you can chase this Olympic goal. Um, 
I mean, I think it's, I think I, I got to learn the balance. Um, yeah. the, I mean, these guys in no way, shape or form are these guys, my competition, my goal is, mm. my goal is to help these guys. If that's what you're asking. Um, uh, but no, in no, in no way, shape or form, or, or am I looking at, at my partners as competition? You know, I, even, even when I was down at OU and I had Frank Molinero at, at OU with me for a little bit, I, I mean, and we were at the same weight class, you know, I didn't see him as competition. I thought I, I looked at it as like, yo, this guy, this guy's, you know, and you know, world Olympic team member or, or, or and, and he can help me, you know, he, he's, he's the best guy in the room and he can help me. And so, you know, as far for me, that's kind of how I view these guys is like, Hey, I'm coming off of a pretty big injury. And these guys can help help me get in shape, get me back to where where I was competitively, and and, and so um, in the process, you know, I, I can share my knowledge to them and, and help them get better, you know, with you know and, and grow because you know we're we're a fairly young team as far as as far as a, a lower weights go, you know, you know between Spratly being you know being you know got four years of competition left, you know you know thirty three we got Dayton but we still have you know we got um, Kale Hughes, you know, as, as the backup, you know, who's got, you know, obviously incoming red shirt. And then, you know, we got Tegan and Carter who are both, you know, fair, you know, got some time. And then I think we have, uh, Alvarez and, and Jordan Williams. And, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of all the names. I'm still, still learning all the guys that are on the team now. <laughs> um, but you know, we we're again, we're, we're fairly, fairly young, you know, at, at these lower weights. And so they, they, they're going to, they're going to keep me young a little bit, um, yeah. which is nice. Um, but they, they have a lot of room to grow, which is great because um, it's not like, Hey, I'm coming in and you know, I'm working or I'm, I'm coming in and you know, I'm only going to have one season with these guys, you know, I'm potentially going to have multiple seasons with these guys, depending on how long I stick around and, or how, how long they keep me and, and, and stuff. So, um, that's, that's, that's how, how I'm viewing it is, Hey, I, I get the, these guys get to help me get healthy and get me back to where I, I'm, I want to be. And I get to help these guys, you know, get to where they want to want to be. So it's kind of uh, a win-win. Well, You've been very generous with your time here, Dean. So I I want to respect that. Uh, want to come back uh, eventually and speak with you about this uh, Olympic cycle because you're entering an, another something that's not new for your career. You're entering a very deep bracket um, in that 65 yeah. kilo uh, weight class with shoot multiple guys now who have represented <laughs> the the the, te- the country. Yeah. Um, but you're absolutely a contender in that and you see yourself at the top, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm excited to see what you do. I'd love to speak with you again before that, but um, leaving us here though, I want to, I want to ask just what did Oklahoma state and what does Oklahoma state mean for you? You've said it's home. You said you've, it's where you've wanted to be back. Um, and you grew up as a fan of the program and uh, really just want to, leave it on. What does that family, what does that meant for you in your career? It's been a, a, a long journey. Uh, and, uh, and coming back to it now, is it just kind of picking back up and you're, you're just part of it. You're in the, you're in the OSU family or the Oklahoma state family. You're, um, you're a big 
part of the story. And and what has that meant for you? And and how does that uh, drive you forward? Uh, I, I mean, it, it it is what I said. It is. It's family. I mean, I it's you know they welcomed me with open arms when I came back, and you know I can't you know first day back in the room, you know. It, you know, it was just like the old times. It's like there's no there's no awkwardness of like oh you know I don't I like I don't belong or no awkwardness of like of um you know not of like not knowing not knowing people or not knowing you know the coaches or, or anything. It's just like you know they I had a lot of ups and downs when I was here. You know there was a lot of good and a lot of bad times. You know. You know, uh, like like most families, you know, um, and so they uh, that that that's again what it m- means to me is that they they are literally family. You know, they they have they have seen me at my lowest, they've seen me at my highest, and and, um, and uh, they have given me pr- pretty much everything. You know. Um, and I, again, I can't, couldn't thank him more for that. And um, I'm hoping that during this time, the second time around, that I can, you know, give back as much as I can before either I move on or maybe I, you know, hop on, you know, stick around longer than I want and maybe hop on staff. You know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, things things change, things happen. Who knows what happens? But, um, you know, I hope that, if, you know, for however long I'm, I'm around here for that, I can give back and uh, as much as I can to thank them for what they've given me. And, you know, I, again, I couldn't thank them more for being the family that they have been to me for uh, during my, you know, five years that I was here prior. Amazing. Well, I'm sure that those uh, young guys that you mentioned that they couldn't that between you and uh, Gary Wayne and, Heck, Dayton himself, right? Like, yeah, they, they they couldn't ask for a better group of of guys to train with and, and be around. Um, uh, and uh, it's really exciting to see things come to fruition here. And it's really it's really exciting to have you back in the program. Um, I think I can speak for uh, Cowboy fans when I say that. So, um, thank you so much for the time. I, I really appreciate it, and and really excited to see you uh, go make that Olympic team. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was, uh, it was a good, good, uh, good, good little, little chat.